0: Hello, fellow worshipers, and welcome to another episode of the Worshipper's Heart Podcast. I am elated and excited that you decided to be a part of this podcast journey with us. To our first-time listeners, thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Worshiper's Heart Podcast, and to our long-time listeners, I am excited that you are back again for another episode. I'm excited that you decided to spend this time listening. I'm excited that you decide to open up your heart to be a part of the worship journey and explore more about God, who he is to us, for us, and why we worship him. So I encourage you, as I always do, to sit back and relax and enjoy this journey. Thank you again for being a part. Invite a friend, invite a family member, invite someone else, and spread the love of God to others and for others as we reflect who Christ is to and for us.
1: Hey girl, this is Dion. I saw your podcast in one of the podcasting groups. And I just got around to finally listening to it and oh, I commend you for your heart, your spirit, and just what your podcast embodies and the essence behind it and what it represents. I truly admire you for letting God be the foundation of your podcast because God is the foundation of everything in this world and I myself am a Christian, so I speak of my faith pretty um, regularly on my podcast as well. And I truly believe that we are all called to be warriors for change and to use the power of our voices for good through the power of God. Um, that's what I embody um, through my podcast. And I just love that you're doing the same thing as well.
0: And fellow worshipers, let's go. We're talking about in this episode, the worthiness of God. What is worth? Worth is the value placed on something or someone. We often think of worth or we think of value in a monetary form, but our worth in the sight of God is demonstrated through redemption and the love and the concern that he has for us. The worthiness of God should begin with our worship. The worthiness of God transforms our mind. The worthiness of God transcends in our daily activities and life. The worthiness of God is spoken in our words. When we do these things and these things happen with us, to us, and through us, we are responding in worship to God. The worthiness of God goes beyond what we can think or imagine. The worthiness of God comes in knowing that He is our King, Jesus is our risen Savior, that we get our strength, that we get our comfort through the Holy Ghost, and that God is our refuge. And there is no one or anything higher or greater than God. Simply put, God rules. God is worthy of everything simply because He is God. He is sovereign. God is worth. And imagine if we saw our worth as God sees the worth that in us. Our worth to God is highlighted in Matthew 10, 29, 33, which says. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than any sparrows. Whoever acknowledged me before others, I will also acknowledge before my father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my father in heaven. So when we think, and Jesus saying this story, we are worth more than the birds to our father in heaven. The worthiness of God should make us stand firm on the gospel. The worthiness of God should give us faith and the worthiness of God makes us deny ourselves. When we say the worthiness of God should make us stand firm on the gospel, let's look at that. So Philippians 1.27 says, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Simply put, this tells us that we should be living a life worthy of God. Our actions should be positive. Our actions should be pleasing. The way we interact with each other should bring honor to God. We shouldn't base our conduct on who sees us or who doesn't see us. If we believe the gospel, our lives should reflect the gospel. We never know what message of hope we will portray to someone who desires to come to Christ just through our actions, just through our words, just through the way we interact with each other. In the words of my grandmother, we cannot be two-faced. Simply put, you can't be a hypocrite. Stand firm on the word. Let your life be worthy of God. Not worthy of God sometimes, but worthy of God always. Always. Philippians 1.27 says to us, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Whatever happens, not like when it happens, if it happens, if it should happen, or who knows if it's going to happen. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. When we know the worthiness of God, and I said it makes us, should give us faith. Let's look at Hebrews 3, 1 through 6. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of great honor than Moses just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself so every house is built by someone but God is the builder of everything Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future but Christ is faithful as the son over God's house and we are his house if indeed we hold firmly in our confidence and the hope of In which we glory. We should keep our mind focused and centered on the things of God. That's where our faith comes in. Keep your mind focused and centered on God. God is the focus of our lives. He should be the focus of our lives. And because of that, he is faithful to us. So we should be faithful to him. How do we demonstrate that? Through our worship. Remember, whatever happens. Conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. So we should glorify him for being the center of our lives and being worthy of everything that concerns us concerns him. The worthiness of God should make us deny ourselves. Let's look at Matthew 10, 37, 38. Anyone who loves their father or their mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Ha! Now that will change your life. Let me read it again. Matthew 10, 37 and 38. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. I just said that God should be the focus of everything. So we can't put anyone or anything higher than God. We can't see the worth of anyone Or anything higher than God when we understand and affirm that God is everything and he loves us regardless we should learn to lay aside our feelings and know that he sees us as worthy of all things we have to be willing to endure the hardship along with the good times keep our eyes on the prize to press on to the mark in Christ Jesus What great joy to know that we are worth so much to God. We have done nothing to deserve the worth of God. His worthiness to us isn't originated through any action of our own doing. (laughs) His worthiness to us isn't originated from any action of our doing. God wants us to worship him. God prefers us. God treasures us. We should be ready to receive and trust and obey his word. What an intimate relationship we should have with him to know that our worth in God is good. And sustains us. And because of that, he is worthy of all our praise, honor, and glory. What is the response to the worthiness of God? It respects, shows respect to him. When we put our worth in something, we respect it. We respect it. I've seen people put worth in something simple as their white shoes. You know how it goes. Don't step on the white shoes, honey. They are worth so much. Worth the whiteness. Yes, don't step on my white shoes. There's respect. Nothing comes above God. When we... show the worth to god what is the response we enjoy spending time with him we treasure him we pursue and desire to learn more about him those are just some of the actions that are our response to him because of his worthiness i want us to think about some of our own responses that we should have knowing our worth to god knowing That we have done nothing to deserve the worth that God has for us. But he simply loves us because we're his. Because we are his own. In the words of Anthony Brown in group therapy, you thought I was worth (laughs) saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life. So I can be free. So I could be whole. Mm. You thought I. (laughs) That's good. I'm telling you, I'm enjoying this. Yes. Let's just sing a little bit of it. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for So you sacrificed your life So I could be free So I could be whole So I could tell everyone I know the worthiness of God, to know that I have done nothing to deserve the worthiness of God, to know that I have done nothing of my own, to know that God loves me in spite of who I am. Flaws and all. I should simply praise him. I should worship him. I should honor him with my life, my actions, and my words. So on this week, during the course of the weekend, find some time to make a list of all the things that you thank God for. Knowing that you have done nothing or originated anything from any action of your own doing to deserve the worthiness of God. And remember, all you need is a worshiper's heart. So let us pray. Holy and faithful God, we ask you to open our ears to hear your word. And we ask that our lips will proclaim your truth. To open our eyes to see the cross and the revelation of your love. Through Jesus Christ the crucified, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, be honored and praised. May we find at the cross a sure ground for faith a firm support for hope and the assurance of sins forgiven and may the blessings of god be with us give us new vision on life enlighten our understanding inflame our our afflictions and enable us to see the walk and the way to the cross and may the love of god the father son and the holy spirit surround us as we seek to discern that love. May we be obedient. May we guide, encourage. May we lift up, edify. And God, as we walk, let us walk with you. As we serve, let our hands reach out to serve others who are wounded. Let our love be an example and a reflection of you. So open our hearts to love. And may we see the face of Christ in everyone we meet. And may everyone, when they see us, see you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Oh, and there's one more thing. I'd like to take this time to thank my sponsors, Abigail Adoye, Athena Shack, Dr. and Mrs. John and Martha Johnson, Jacqueline Harris, Chantel Hess-Taylor, and the Worshipper Heart team member, Tiana Davis. Thank you all so much for everything that you have done to invest into this ministry, into this podcast. We cannot do it without you. So if you are interested in being a valuable part of this podcast, support today. Look at us on Facebook at Worshippers Heart. Send us an email at worshipersheart 67 at AOL.com and we can give you more information about how you can be a sponsor for this podcast and for this ministry. At the end of the day, All you need is a worshiper's heart.